Hello and welcome to Explore, where we discuss educational theories, concepts, models, and other topics of interest. I am Dr. Colin A. Harris, and I hope you find some value in today's topic. The purpose of today's video is to provide a brief overview of the double consciousness theory and its application in scholarly research. Double consciousness is a term in social philosophy that refers to a feeling of torn identity. The author believes that the feeling of having multiple identities inhibits one's ability to have a unified identity. Double consciousness was founded on the context of race relations in the United States, specifically African Americans' historical repression and devaluation in the white-dominated United States have made it difficult to unify their black identity with their American identity. Because of this dual identity, a conflict exists within African Americans as a struggle to reconcile their identity as American citizens and African Americans. Like I have to hide who I am every single day. When I'm at home, I can't be too Williamson. When I'm here, I can't act too Garden Heights. Clue was my first crush. My first kiss. He was going through so much shit and I didn't even know because I turned my back on him. I turned my back on all of my people. Do you even know what that's like? No. Dubois saw double consciousness as a theoretical model for understanding the psychosocial division in the United States. The concept of double consciousness is generally associated with William Edward Burkhardt Du Bois, also known as W.E.B. Du Bois, a journalist, educator, sociologist, and American civil rights activist. In 1903, W.E. Du Bois reintroduced the term double consciousness into social and political context in his work titled the soul of black folk. The studies conducted by Du Bois on the lives of African Americans during the Jim Crow era and the oppression they faced are cornerstones of how sociologists study race today. Get off the field now. What? It's against the law, that's why. No niggas don't play with white boys. The use of the term double consciousness can be traced back to the 19th century. The term double consciousness was used by lecturer, philosopher, and poet. Ralph Waldo Emerson in an 1843 essay titled The Transcendentalist. Emerson believed that all humans have two patterns in our minds, which forms our double consciousness. That is, evolutionary forces or instincts. 
The constructs of double consciousness are racialization, the veil, two-ness, and color line. Racialization. According to Du Bois, there is an overwhelmingly negative portrayal of African Americans by mainstream America, the white world. I'll pay you all your work. No, ma'am, I gotta have some money. You know, Cotton, I'm making a picture called the Lion Tamer. The Lion Tamer? Uh-huh. There ain't but one kind of lion I'll mess with. What kind's that? Ooh, that's a dandelion. <laughs> now, all I want you to do is meet me at the zoo in the morning at 9 o'clock. Yeah, with the rest of the monkeys. With the rest of the monkeys. Yeah, I'll bring my grandpa with me. That's close enough for me because I'm tired of walking myself. The government told me I got to bring in a hillbilly. So you come go with me to Washington? I ain't a gone. That's the color of another horse. Now you come on, give me them pants, Mr. Kennedy. Come on. Now you scrub yourself with that strong ice soap before I come down and scrub you myself. I'm going to put these bitches in the violent pot. Know why we leaving Mouse's house? He been good to us. Master Carey's coming. Praise the Lord. My own house? You gonna send me away, Miss B? I can't live with you? Oh, honey child, please don't send me away. The consistent negative portrayal of African Americans and the promotion of white education and whiteness in the United States leads to self-hatred and identity crisis in African Americans. Which means many African Americans internalize self-hatred and give up their culture. Honey! Call security! I just saw some Negroes! What did you say? I said, I just saw a gang. You know, yo, of Negroes across the street. Negroes? Yes, and I think they were hurting a white man. Good Lord, I'll call security at once. Oh, hold me, Austin. Hold me. Hey, security! Now, I've listened to your black ass talk all day about how much you can't stand black folks. Ain't two of them in the history of the world that's worth a squirrel for. Oh, how much you love white folks? Best thing the good Lord ever did for the planet Earth. Ruckus, you black as ace of spades, man. I don't see the need for you to go and insult the man after a game of checkers. We've been reminiscing all day, looking in each other's eyes, acting like we like each other. Now you got to go ahead and remind me of my AL man. Show me a white dog. This one. Now show me a colored dog. That one. Show me the doll that you like best. That one. And which doll is most like you? That one. Show me a colored doll. Show me the doll that has a nice color.
show me the doll that looks ugly. The Veil Du Bois professed that double consciousness forces African Americans to view their identity from their unique perspectives as well as through the perceived lens of the outside white world. Du Bois regarded this phenomenon as the veil. He believed that racism makes it difficult for whites to see blacks as true Americans and for blacks to see themselves as anything other than how white Americans portrayed them. You want to make some money here? Use your white voice. My white voice? I'm not talking about Will Smith's wife. Like this young blood. Hey, Mr. Kramer. This is Langston from Regal View. As always, we'll be getting that out to you right away. Tunis. One ever feels his Tunis. An American. A Negro. Two souls. Two thoughts. Two reconciled strivings. Two warring ideas in one dark body, whose dogged strength alone keeps it from being torn asunder. Because of this dual identity, a conflict exists within African Americans as they struggle to reconcile their identity as an American citizen and as an African American. believe a color line exists that separate African Americans and white Americans in the United States. One of my great uncles, Uncle William, got hold of a piece of land down reconstruction. He had a deed. Four white men on horses rolled up one day, aimed at pistols, said it was dead. 
uncle's good deed, thrown into 40 pieces and thrown to the wind. And so I asked, what good is a deed? What's going on? This gentleman says that I'm not permitted to dine here. No, you don't understand. He's playing tonight. He's the main event. I'm sorry. It is the policy of the restaurants. Everything all right? Uh, no, it's not all right. The color line denied African Americans fair access to jobs, education, and opportunities. So a few years back, West Compton, green as can be, not a Negro, Mexican, or Japanese. But as you can see here, in less than a decade, the entire neighborhood's completely flipped. Red City. In fact, they had to build more housing just to accommodate all the Negroes who want to live there. So, what are you prepared to do for us? 7% interest on loans for all properties Southland Trust Realty acquires. Seven? We can get four from SunTrust. Fine, don't bend this over on the interest here. Not with all the business we're about to toss your way. You guys are going to sell the houses for double what you paid and charge what? 20% on the mortgages? Wait. You're charging Negroes more than 20%? There's no way anyone can get out from under that. If your bank wasn't legally prohibited from lending the Negroes, you do the same. Within reason. 6%, fellas, huh? Let's get this done. The city will approve any new Southland Trust development, and East Compton wants all the original owners have sold. Not a given. Tell me my fucking business. Chicago, Baltimore, Lansing, Oakland, Seattle. Now that was foresight. Move just one black family into a decent white neighborhood, and the other homeowners will throw money at you faster than you can count it. Negroes aren't stupid. Given a choice, even they don't want to live among other Negroes. Nothing more American than people willingly paying double for something they can't afford in the first place. <laughs> what happens once they realize they have been swindled? Well, you could always ask Miss Koyster if you could borrow a sanitary napkin. <laughs> <laughs> if they make their mortgage payments, we win. If they default, we win. Well, you pray they miss their nut, and then you put those houses right back on the market. At another markup. And by this time, it's an all-Negro neighborhood. An entire population of Negroes who can't secure traditional mortgages. Do you need an abacus? Uncle, 6%. Oh, there you go. Well, what are we projecting? The color line also prevents African-Americans from reaching their human potential. Where the hell have you been? Everywhere I look, you're not where I need you to be. It's not my imagination. Now, where the hell do you go every day? To the bathroom, sir. To the bathroom. To the damn bathroom. For 40 minutes a day? What are you doing there? We're T-minus zero here. I put a lot of faith in you. There's no bathroom for me here. What do you mean there's no bathroom for you here? There is no bathroom. There are no colored bathrooms in this building or any building outside the West Campus, which is half a mile away. Did you know that? I have to walk to Timbuktu just to relieve myself. And I can't use one of the handy bikes. Picture that, Mr. Harrison. My uniform, skirt below my knees, my heels, and a simple string of pearls. Well, I don't own pearls. Lord knows you don't pay colors enough to afford pearls. Here are two examples of how double consciousness was previously used in scholarly research. In 2018, Jordan conducted a qualitative study to show how African Americans' educational administrators perceived double consciousness. 
The study also described how African Americans navigated or negotiated their race when working with white Americans in educational organizations. The research subjects were 10 African American professionals, 5 males and 5 females in educational administrative positions. The researcher posed four research questions to increase awareness of duality and to reveal 21st century African American administrators' experience and encounters when working in educational organizations predominantly controlled by white administrators. The findings from this study indicated that dualism existed in black administrators. Jordan's study also showed that participants face several major challenges, and the participants created a sense of self, personally, professionally, and as educational leaders. Another example where double consciousness was used to frame qualitative research exists in Williams' 2017 study to examine the lived experiences of black men at a community college in an educational opportunity fund program in the state of New Jersey. In this study, Williams asked three guiding questions. One, what are the lived experiences of black men in an educational opportunity fund program at a community college? Two, how do issues of race impact the experiences of black men at a community college in an educational opportunity fund program? And three, what role does the educational opportunity fund program play in the persistence of black men enrolled in a community college? The research findings showed that African Americans seeking to attain an education do so to achieve upward mobility and lift their self-confidence. The research also found that the Educational Opportunity Fund program provides a supportive atmosphere and serves as a stepping stone for African American males in the program. I would like to end this video by presenting a scenario that will further illustrate the application of double consciousness and to help you understand how to use double consciousness to frame your own research. As a researcher, I could apply the double consciousness theory to understand the experiences of Asian students attending a mostly white college in Central Florida. In my scenario, the Asian students would represent a subordinate group mainly because of their physical characteristics. The concept of the black world, which exists behind the veil, and the white world, which dehumanizes African Americans by treating them as invisible, can be used to frame this research. As a researcher, I can instead look at the veil as it applies to Asian students. Additionally, since the feeling of two-ness is likely to exist in a person of non-European descent, I can frame this study by looking at how Asian Americans exist as part of a global society while struggling to maintain their own identity. They I want to say to the people of America and the nations of the world that we are not about to turn around. Yes, sir. We are on the move now. Yes, sir. Yes, we are on the move and no wave of racism can stop us. Yes, sir. 
And the burning of our churches will not deter us. Yes, sir. The bombing of our homes will not dissuade us. Yes, sir. The beating and killing of our clergymen and young people will not divert us. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The and release of their known murderers will not discourage us. We're on the move now. Yes, sir. Uh, I want to reach one million likes. So please, Okay, thank you.